Hey everybody, Matt Johnson here, the creator and director of New Frequency, welcoming you to another episode of our podcast. It is a week before Christmas, and we have a great radio drama for you tonight called St. Bernice of the Refrigerator. <laughs> a comedy from James Napoli. I'm already laughing. It is about a troubled woman at the holidays whose life starts to turn around when she sees the appearance of her dead Aunt Bernice in her about-to-be-repossessed refrigerator. You guys gotta listen to this one. I remember when putting it together, the challenge I had as the director on this was trying to determine the right tone for something like this. You can go really broad with the characters, or you can make it a little bit more subtle, and I was trying to find the balance in that. But what I remember was the defining moment was when Joanna Rubiner took on the wonderful lead role. She's so great in this piece, and she really grounded it with her performance that was just slightly over the top, slightly dramatic, and it set the tone for what everybody else needed to be around her. So sometimes as a director, you just got to sit back and let things unfold and not have so many preconceived notions. So this one just sort of came to us in the rehearsal process, really turned out well, really heartfelt, and it stars the whole cast. I mean, all the New Frequency cast shine in this with with small parts grounded by Joanna Rubiner in the lead role. And again, just another wonderfully well-written piece by James Napoli. Love this one out there. I hope you guys enjoy it. Please like us on Facebook and Twitter and all the wonderful social media things you can find on our website under the contact page at getnewfrequency.com and hey tune back next week for a big christmas episode our last one of the year happy holidays everyone enjoy this one at home it is called saint bernice of the refrigerator new frequency a theater of the mind on the air on the air in three pretty clever in two overcome by a dreadful dreadful pronunciation in one new frequency it's like nothing i have ever experienced you know at the holiday season people are often looking for signs signs of faith signs of hope for the future. And whether the signs are real or in their heart or mind, it doesn't really matter because it's the message that counts. Well, you're about to meet one young woman who sees such a sign in St. Bernice of the Refrigerator. Christmas, and I'm waiting for the man from the newspaper to show up. He's also bringing the important lady from the TV network. My, but it's amazing how fast things get around. Television, internet, goodness, it's like word of mouth times ten, times a thousand even. Only trouble is, oh, hold your water, I'm coming. That's the local reporter. He thinks we can be on a first-name basis just because he wrote an article on me. Okay, here I am. Ah. Good afternoon, Lorianne. Happy holidays to you. Afternoon, Mr. Weber. Same to you. Now, Lorianne, you know you can call me Charlton. I know it. I just don't think it's appropriate. <laughs> yes. Well, anyway, Lorianne, I'd like you to meet Amber Throckmorton. Miss Bell, Lorianne, such a pleasure to meet you. Likewise. Well, well... Come on in, both of you. Mm-hmm. May we, uh... Oh, yes, of course. Make yourselves at home. Have a seat. Oh, I made some coffee. I'd love some. Oh, none for me, thanks. Gives me the runs. Oh. Thanks for sharing, oh. Mr. Weber. Uh, call me Charlton. Oh, here's your coffee, miss. Uh, cream and sugar? Mmm, just sugar. Oh, help yourself. 
Thank you. Oh, and Merry Christmas, Miss Bell. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, and the same to you and yours. Okay, Lorianne, Amber here is from CBS Television. Uh-huh. You know, right there on Beverly Drive in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, they filmed The Prices right there. I went mm-hmm. down there to see the show taped once. Didn't get the Charlton Weber come on down, though. <laughs> I am so sorry for you. Yeah, well, anyway, uh, Lorianne, the folks at CBS have been following my coverage of you over the past three weeks, you know, over the blessed holiday season, and yes. damned if they don't think it'd make a great inspirational movie of the week. An M-O-W is oh. what they call it. Isn't that right, Amber? That's right. Oh. And, Miss Bell, mm-hmm. I should tell you, your friend Mr. Weber here will be getting some nice compensation as a consultant, <laughs> but you... She's saying it's a drop in the bucket compared to what they'll pay you, Lorianne. Oh, no, I don't know. I, I, I feel I've been through enough. What? Well, that's understandable. Why don't you tell me in your own words. Just what you've been through. Well, I suppose there's no harm in telling you as as long as I don't have to decide anything until we're through. Absolutely. Go ahead. You know, Miss Throckmorton, it's all in the stories I've been writing. (sighs) We have the living, breathing subject of those stories right here, Mr. Weber. Allow me to experience it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead, Miss Bell. (laughs) Well, It was the day after Thanksgiving. Biggest shopping day of the year, right? Only I wasn't doing any shopping. Nope. In fact, the men were coming to take everything away. No, 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 not that hutch. That was my grandmother's hutch. Sorry, ma'am. Orders. No, I know. Orders from the court. I know, but oh, dear me. This is just... Oh, no, 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 no. Please be careful with that. Uh, It ain't yours no more, ma'am. Well, maybe I'll get it back someday. Did you ever think of that? Oh, Oh, sorry. Must you be so careless with my things? Uh, say, what's that box you have? Can we take it out of your yeah. hands? Damn, Get damn. your hands off no, of that. Whoa, whoa, all right. These are my photos, my old letters, my memories, and they're staying right here on my lap. No one's getting these. All right, all right. Chill, lady. Never mind, I'll Take five. <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. Back in a minute, ma'am. All right. Oh, I don't believe this. I don't believe this is happening. Hey, Lorianne. Oh, Hi, Karen. Just figured I'd come by. Figured you'd be pretty busted up. You know, thanks for having me to your place for Thanksgiving yesterday, Karen. That's fine, Lorianne. Only as I say, I figure you'd be pretty busted up. (sighs) Yes, and I appreciate you trying to draw me out, Karen, but I just can't access that part of me right now, you know? I understand. The offer still stands. Oh, thank you, honey. I guess I'll have to take you up on that. I'm going to need a place to live. That? That's not an offer. That's an order. You are staying with me and Jason, and that's that. Oh, all right. Thank you. I was talking about the offer to bump off that broker. Remember, honey, I work on a loading dock? Yeah, I know, but... Yeah, one phone call and the guy who ripped off your life savings will be wearing cement shoes. That won't bring my money back. Yeah, but it's the next best thing. He's gonna do his time in prison. At least he will have a place to live. Oh, never mind, Karen. Oh, Pardon bad. us, ladies. Yes. Hey, you Go simians, take it easy! Please, Karen, they're just... Hey, Frank, we ain't gonna have room for this fridge. Oh, yeah, he's right, lady. You lucked out, I guess. Your food gets to keep a while longer. Oh, so <laughs> compassionate, you two. Whatever. You got those chairs, Frank? Yep. Okay, I'll grab the box spring and we're out of here. Oh, we'll be back later for the refrigerator, ma'am. Great. <laughs> That old thing. God, they don't build fridges like that anymore. No, they don't. You don't really think about your refrigerator much. Mm -mm. But now that it's the only thing left in a house full of rubble... We'd better be careful. You know, we're getting sentimental about a refrigerator. You know, she was right. And I looked over at that old appliance, and I really looked at it. Every bit of chipped paint and rust, every dent... 
Well, I guess I was staring. And that's when I felt something. There, just where a chipped, rusty section met up with sort of a V-shaped dent, there was one of those things, you know, where it looks like something other than what it is. Karen. Karen, did, do you see it? What, Lorianne? The face. In the refrigerator. If you look at it right from this angle, see how right there it forms... It forms a face? Well, let me check. Well, I'll be damned. That is a face. Yeah, <laughs> funny the things you, you, you notice. Oh, but Karen, I know that face. You do? It's the spitting image of my Aunt Bernice. Oh, I, I don't believe I knew your Aunt Bernice. Well, I barely knew her myself. My folks hardly talked about her, but I saw a few pictures. Oh, in fact, right here in this box. Look, here's an old portrait photo of Bernice. Oh. I'll be damned. Let's hold it up to the dent in the fridge. What do you think? (gasps) My God, I'm telling you, this is quite a resemblance. (laughs) You know, it really is. (laughs) Oh, this is just what I needed. I haven't left in months. Well, look at it this way, Lorianne. It's like a long-lost relative come to comfort you when you need it most. And that is exactly how I'll look at it, Karen. Thank you. (laughs) And no sooner did those words come out of my mouth than... Oh, Lorianne. Oh, Karen, let me in. Oh, Lorianne. (sighs) Whoa, husband of mine, where's the fire? Uh, I was just out at the package store, and Gus says they had a big lottery winner in the store, and then nobody's claimed the ticket, and he thinks it might be Lorianne's because he remembers her picking those numbers a couple of days ago when she came in, and he remembers them talking about her lucky numbers, and good God, Lorianne, let me see that ticket. What ticket? That one in your hand. Oh, you're crazy, Jason. I don't have any ticket in my... Oh, you mean this ticket? But I don't... Give me it! Okay, okay, help me out here, Karen. Okay. Okay, okay check the numbers. Okay, um, uh, 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 10. 10. 21. 21. 26. 26. 33. 33. 38. 38, yep, yep, yep. Uh, that's the five out of six match. Yep. Which is what? Okay, I, hold on to your hats, kids, and happy holidays. This about? ticket is worth $650,000! I don't... I don't... She doesn't look good. She's passing out. Catcher! Too late. Lorianne, honey, come on. Are you okay? Are you with us? Wake up, sweetie. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm here. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, never mind about that. I mean, I mean, I guess hearing you had a winning ticket after all you've been through. Yeah, that amount of dough would make anyone faint. No, no, no. It wasn't the money, Karen. That's not why I fainted. Well, what then? I, I never played the lottery. I was never in Gus's store. I never what? bought a ticket. You were here, Karen. Was that ticket in my hand while we were sitting here? Well, I, I, I don't remember seeing it, but, but I wasn't looking for it either. Oh, you don't think I'd remember if I was sitting here clutching a lottery ticket? Well, but Gus says he remembers you playing it. I mean, he remembers you talking about your lucky numbers. Well, then Gus has had some kind of post-hypnotic suggestion from somewhere because... Oh, my God. What? Not only was I never in that store, but this ticket did not appear in my hand until I... Until we... Until we saw Aunt Bernice in the refrigerator. (laughs) Who? Oh, my God! Heavens above, Lorianne! It's a miracle! (sighs) So there I was, several hundred thousand dollars richer. The first thing I did was go back to that moving company and get all my stuff back. 
I was willing to let it go at that with no more talk of miracles, but Karen, well, she told Patricia down at the hairdressers, and Patricia told her husband, and her husband told Eve at City Hall, and well, once you tell Eve, we're done for, and well, the whole town started talking. And well, you know, the holiday season was in full swing, and I guess people were ready for a miracle. And they were damn determined to finish out the year with some blessings. Before you know it, people all wanted to come and see the vision of Aunt Bernice to see what she could do for them. Thank you for letting me come here, Lorianne. Is that that her there? Yes, just look where the rust meets the dent. You'll be able to make out the face. Oh, yes, yes, I I see it. Can I? Oh, 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 go right ahead. Um, Bernice, uh, I've had a lump under my armpit for months now, and... And the doctors say it's nothing, but I'm, I'm worried, and I'm praying, Bernice, if you could see your way clear to maybe remove that lump for me so I can go on living without fear. All kinds of people were asking for help. And it wouldn't take much, Bernice, just enough to pay my heating bills. I'm behind on my payments, see, and I don't want my family to suffer what with Christmas and all. Maybe $1,200, if that's not too much to ask. Well, now, the weird thing was... Bernice came through. Woohoo! My luck's gone! I got my 1200 in old insurance settlement I'd totally forgotten about. Well, at least it sure looked like Bernice had come through, and, and well, before long, the requests started getting, well, like this, for example. The, the thing is, Bernice, I'm losing my hair. Now, now, that may not seem like much to you, but I'm a young widower, and, well, I want to remain attractive so I can find a suitable replacement mate. I only ask that you intervene and stop my male pattern baldness. Damned if that guy didn't start growing some hair back. That's when Karen jumped in and copyrighted Bernice Enterprises with her as the chief executive officer. She she started charging a fee for every visit to Bernice. Karen, I, I, I don't know if this is right. I was here for the miracle. I witnessed the miracle. It's only right that I should profit from the miracle. Profit from the... Do you hear what you're saying? You got half a million bucks, Lorianne, so what are you complaining about? Well, I'm not complaining, but look what's happening to you. I can't believe you would not want to... De- you would want to deprive me of my fair share. Fair share of a miracle, Karen? You can't do this. I can and I will. The friend I used to know would understand. You're the one who's the friend I used to know. Look, let's just sit down and talk about this later, Lorianne. Here's another customer. Come in. I'm here to see Bernice. I've been plagued with halitosis, Lothies, 47 years. Oh, whoa. (laughs) Right this way. $15, please, for the first three minutes. Here you go. Thank you very much. Three minutes from now. Right. Oh, that's her there. I can see it. Bernice, it's about my breath. Oh, yes. Everyone recognized Bernice because by then that old photo of her had gotten into the newspaper, which was a result of Mr. Weber getting involved. First thing he did was take that picture over to Gus at the package store. Well, as far as I'm concerned, it was the power of suggestion, but... Well, I'll be... I guess she looks enough like a Lorianne to make him think it was a her. Well, I guess there's no other explanation for it. I got a visitor from a saint who was out to help her unfortunate Denise. Things went crazy after that. People came to see Bernice and offered more money, sometimes thousands, in the hopes that their prayers would be answered first. 
Karen happily took their money, so people got their bronchitis cured and a few more lumps went away and a few more people found the loves of their lives, all because of Bernice. Mr. Weber's articles were running front page now. The Christmas blessing of St. Bernice, question mark? Far be it from a newspaper to claim anything divine was actually happening. And then Jason, Karen's husband, you remember him? Well, I wasn't there for this, but I can imagine how it went down. Mr. Weber, you're the reporter doing the Bernice story? Yes, sir, Charlton Weber. What can I do for you? I have some information you might find interesting. Uh, is that so? I did a little Google search on Lorianne's Aunt Bernice. Why would you want to do that? Well, everyone around here seems pretty happy to make her a saint. And if I can talk man-to-man, sir? Of course. This whole thing has turned my wife into an unholy being other than that of what I married. <laughs> what? Well, you know, I was just hoping, you know, maybe to put a rest to it before Christmas so we can just get along, you know, with, like, regular celebrations. Okay, so what'd you find? Well, uh, Bernice Woodson, that was her maiden name before she married Lorianne's uncle and they both left the country. Uh-huh. That's why Lorianne never really knew much about her, you see. I see. What the hell are you getting at? <clears throat> well, um, Bernice Woodson, um... She was a madam, sir. A what? Yeah. She ran a brothel in St. Louis, Missouri back 30 or 40 years ago. Bernice Woodson earned her living on her back. You sure about this? Look, I got the town records right here to prove it. (laughs) She had to appear in court several times. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop the presses. Now, I don't blame Jason, really. He just wanted his wife back. And Karen sure wasn't all that happy when they published the story. And then there were the few dozen people who came to pray to Bernice before the story in the paper broke. I paid $500 so Bernice would heal my fractured kneecap without surgery. And nothing happened. Now I gotta pay the doctors. Merry freaking Christmas. That spirit of Bernice, or whatever it was, didn't help at all with finding the person who robbed my store. This is the worst Christmas ever! All that money and I still need Viagra. What a rip! Uh, the whole thing was stupid. Nothing but a couple of dents and an old refrigerator. And that's just what the judge ruled, too, when those 15 people took me and Karen to court for fraud. They rushed the case through. They wanted the sacrilege done before the holidays. And the money I won in the lottery? It all went to the lawyers. They managed to get me off the hook, and Karen got community service. Anyway, in a matter of weeks, I had the privilege of being right back where I started waiting for the men to come and take everything away. Wow, yes, that's quite a story. Well, there you have it, Miss Throckmorton. What do you think of that? Good movie, huh? Miss Bell, your story is remarkable. I mean, it's just got such a natural story arc. We barely have to change anything. Uh Uh Excuse us, people, move us. Yeah, back for the fridge. Yeah, so if we could just get by Uh, here. Just a minute, you two ruffians. Uh, Did she say we was Russian? I am part Russian, actually. I said ruffians. I happen to be from CBS, the Tiffany Network. Nice to meet you, Tiffany. My name is Amber. Amber Throckmorton. All right. And unless you want a lawsuit the size of your fat head slapped on your company, you will refrain from taking any of this woman's possessions away until I conclude my negotiations with her. Whoa, Amber, way to go. Uh, Is she for real, lady? I'm sorry. I think so, gentlemen. Cripes, we'll wait then. But make it quick, will you? We'll be right over here. Thank you. So what's up, Amber? Miss Bell, I think we can make this happen. Oh, Suddenly, I feel so cheap. Please, this will be a work of quality. It has everything. A touching, downtrodden heroine. You. Oh, well, I'm not really... And I imagine the character of the reporter will have to be incorporated. Right on, Mm. yeah. It has conflict. (laughs) 
Karen, the evildoer, corrupted by greed, sends your life spinning out of control. Oh, now hang on. I don't have any ill will towards Karen. Oh, and her husband, the meddler, oh, no. who'll be the one everyone loves to hate. I never liked him. Oh, just a minute. I've got nothing against Jason either. I already told you that. Well, it, it won't be objectionable, Miss Bell. We'll simply be shaping what really happened into a story that everyone can relate to. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That everyone can learn from. Uh. You, in your own way, will be touching people's very lives. Oh, that sounds good, Laurieann. Look, uh, lady, could you decide because me and my partner here have things to do? I'm sorry, I just have... What are you offering her anyway? How much? CBS is prepared to offer $350,000 for the rights to your story. That would more than take care of these two ruffians. We could tell them to leave right now. 350, jeez, whoa, this is way more than I'm getting. You should snap that up, Lorianne, I'm not kidding. No, you, listen, Mr. Weber, you haven't the vaguest right to call me Lorianne, and I'm sick and tired of your sickening, insincere familiarity, and as for you, Tiffany. Amber. Whatever, those ruffians, as you call them, are just doing their job. What happened in my life is nobody's fault. It's not Karen's fault, it's not Jason's, and it's certainly not theirs. Now, it's time everybody took a little responsibility for themselves. So you can take your CBS offer and you can go. I stopped in mid-sentence. I looked over at the refrigerator. And there she was again, Bernice. I asked everyone who was there. Hey, do you see that? Nobody else see anything. (laughs) Of course they didn't see anything. To them, my Aunt Bernice wasn't a saint anymore. She was some floozy who ran a brothel. But I saw her again. And I realized, in the spirit world, she'd been forgiven for whatever she did wrong. In fact, it was probably not very wrong to begin with in the grand scheme of things. And to the people here judged her as unworthy, it was their own faith, their own power to heal themselves. What she allowed to work for them? As soon as they thought Bernice was a bad girl, well, they stopped believing. And then it didn't work anymore. But I looked over at Bernice, and she was laughing her butt off. And she was saying, let them make a movie. This whole thing ain't gonna make a damn bit of difference when you all join me up here in heaven one day. So I laughed too. Hello, <laughs> are you still with us, Miss Bell? Yeah, last oh, I heard is you can take your CBS offer and you can... Oh, oh yes, yes. That is what I was saying. Well, you let me finish that sentence. You can double it. What? (laughs) Double it? (laughs) Okay, not quite double. I'll settle for $650,000. I think it's symbolic, don't you? That's the amount of money the whole story started with. It's quite a hook. Why, if the right publicist gets a hold of that, why, the hype on this project will be through the roof. Well, I'll be... uh, Will you have a point there, Miss Bell? Uh Uh-huh. And you drive a hard bargain. Mm. It's a deal. A deal! Yeah, that's, uh, that's great, but we still have a job to do. Oh. Here. This check should cover your fee. This better not bounce. Just leave! Okay, okay. Oh, uh, actually, wait. Don't go yet, gentlemen. Uh, I don't understand. Well, Miss Throckmorton, you Hollywood people will build your own refrigerator for the movie, won't you? I mean, you won't be needing this one. Uh, no. No, we won't. Okay, in that case, men, could you take the fridge, please? Oh, whatever you say, lady. Last thing that was left before, now I think it should be the first thing to go. Yeah, it's funny. No matter how hard you look, you can't see Bernice in it anymore, huh? Yeah, that's right. Oh, gentlemen, if I pay you extra, will you make sure it doesn't get thrown away? What do you want done with it? 
Could you take it to the thrift store on Spring Street? Oh, look, lady, we can't never be doing Never mind, it. never mind. Come on, man, it's Christmas. Whatever the lady All wants. Right. Pick it up. Oh, oh. thank oh. you. Right, well, so long, everybody, and Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy Merry Happy Christmas. Christmas. And the very same to you. Are you sure you're okay with this, sweetheart? Doing our last-minute Christmas shopping in a thrift store? Times are tough, honey. Can't afford to be proud. Besides, our love will see us through, right? Right. Hey, check it out. That's a hell of a refrigerator. <laughs> Please, hon. We need a fridge, but not that bad. No, no, no. <laughs> this thing is a workhorse. They don't make them like this anymore. Well, I suppose it is kind of and charming. And only 20 bucks. <laughs> it's my kind of charming. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Now that I look at it, it feels right. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Wait. Hey, Shelly. Uh-huh. You see there? Where the chip paint meets the rust? It's the craziest thing, but it looks just like your father in profile. Huh. It kind of does. <laughs> you know, maybe it's the holiday spirit and everything, but... Him. I don't tell you that enough. He was a good man. Yes. Yes, he was. He was a very good man. Well, Merry Christmas, sweetheart. Here's to better times ahead. Merry Christmas to you too, baby. Here's to better times. I'm sure they're right around the corner. <laughs> Signing off in three, two, one.